How's it going, friends and family of the internet? Welcome to the Real AF TV podcast, the show about fishing and random takes from the land of 10,000 lakes. I'm one of your hosts, Josh Labah. And I am Tim Wagner. All right, Tim. We got a pretty yeah. good show lined up here. Woo-hoo-hoo. I mean, it's going to be a real dry one in the front. But in the back half, we got comedy coming up. And just hang in there for a minute on that one. Dry one. That was a joke. Speaking of comedy, we are going to talk about the drought, the current drought that the United States is in um, and low water fishing tips. Uh, We're just basically going to talk about there's not much water coming out of the sky right now. There's not. That's going to fuck shit up. (laughs) Yeah. Like my yard. (laughs) (laughs) and from the laugh we go into comedy where we're gonna have our first guest dude i'm fucking pumped me too dude yeah we got nathan holtz yes sir a funny man from south dakota yes will be joining us on the second half where we're just gonna we're just gonna mix it up have some laughs talk comedy funny man you mean stand up comic he is a funny man but not just a funny man he's a professional funny man that's right thank you he is a professional funny man nathan holtz from dakota named sioux falls funniest man he is also a producer and a writer uh, of comedy of stand-up comedy of course and that is why we brought him on the show so or that's why we'll be bringing him on the show how whatever you know However you want to look at it, it doesn't matter because we have to get into the fishing topic. But before we do that, Tim, yep. let me do the housekeeping. Get it. Everybody, we got a Patreon, patreon.com slash realaftv, real with two E's. There is a $10 tier, Boat Fishers, as an exclusive YouTube show and Q&A for that show. Me and Tim will make a YouTube show and you can ask us questions and we just we can go ahead and make that show. It's free form. Because we want to leave it open to kind of do whatever we want. But rest assured, if you're at the $10 tier, if you're joining us as one of our boat fishers, you will get your question on the show. Unless you're asking dick questions. Don't ask dick questions. That's why you're on Patreon. Yeah, whatever. Like ask, us. Yeah. I'm going to go back on what Josh just said. Ask a dick question. <laughs> all right i'm still splitting the podcast in the off week because remember the real af tv podcast drops every other monday so in that off week you're going to get the fishing topic on wednesday you're going to get the random take on friday this one's going to be a good one because man in a couple weeks here we're going to have a comedy special on friday Ooh, i'm Ooh. not saying that we produce a comedy special that sounded way too much uh <laughs> Nathan produces comedy specials. We do not. Mm-hmm. Um, no, we do anyways. not. <laughs> uh, so don't forget, every other Monday, the Real AF TV podcast is on Google Podcasts and other services. Thank you to all the new YouTube viewers and listeners. I hope you come back for this one. We Ish. had a good week last week. So, Thank Tim. You. I don't do this ever, but this is the emoji. So, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, yes. Please share with your friends. We're all over, not just YouTube. Oh, for um, you uh, just audio listeners, I put my hands like an emoji is. Oh, shit. You should check out Patreon then, you know. I just realized <laughs> I'm like, nobody saw any of that. 
So that's right. Thank you <laughs> for catching that because yes, we are still locking the video podcast behind the one dollar paywall. Just one dollar over on patreon.com slash realfTV gets you the video podcast. We're still making tweaks. We have some video hiccups I've noticed. They look good. Yep. They look great. Get them while they're in beta mode right now. And before ice fishing season comes, you will be getting it publicly every other Monday. Yeah. You got any news, <laughs> any info, any daily tips, anything hot, Tim? You well, first, share? first off, I got to ask you. Yeah. You're relatively close to the craziest thing I've heard happening in Minnesota in a while. <laughs> Did you hear what happened oh, in Shakopee yesterday? Oh, no. No. So this is completely unrelated, but I had to ask you because uh, yesterday at about, it was like two o'clock in the afternoon, sunny day, broad daylight, decent neighborhood, some guy stabbed a girl a bunch and then cut her head off What in the middle of the day. And it, what there's the some fuck, lady dude? that caught it on tape. And like not what? the whole, yeah, I saw it. Like you just see a body flop and then he like walks away with the head. What the fuck? And that happened in the middle of the day in, <laughs> in Shakopee, Shakopee, which is relatively yeah, close to you. next door. Like we're, yep, we're just, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, <laughs> oh no, man. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I know. As I heard about it today, and I heard about it by some guy being like, have you heard about this? And he's like, I, I was like, no. And he's like, check out this video. And I'm like, you have a video? And then he was like, yeah, it's kind of hard to watch. And I was just like, I've seen a lot of shit. Throw it at me, I bro. I grew up in the and, and he's days like, of when you yeah, could buy yeah. uh, as seen on TV. Right. And he's like, he's like, oh no, it's like not hard to watch like that. It's like hard to watch. Like you can't really see it very well. And then I watch it and like, you're right. You can't really see it. All you see is like the body flop. And then the dude walks away with something. And then you're just like knowing what actually happened. Then you're like, oh yeah. Okay. I know what happened. (laughs) Holy fucking shit, dude. And that's basically what, that's basically what the lady says in the video the whole time. Cause she's like in her house filming through the window yeah. and she's just like what the fuck what the fuck she just keeps saying it over and over oh my and i God. mean like what else would you say she just witnessed somebody get their head cut off yeah that lady needs what therapy the she's yeah i was just gonna say so she has a lifetime of therapy coming for her now mm-hmm. oh and this God. on the tail end of like in the same day hours before I had to run in with a schizophrenic dude. And then when I hear about oh. it, I'm like, dude, I could have been that. Well, I wouldn't have been that woman. Like not trying to be like, I can't have the same fate, but also I had the high ground. Like if that guy <laughs> would have taken one step towards the truck, I would have just kicked him in the face and drove away. <laughs> right, right, right. Like you already had a getaway plan. Cause you knew right away, this was a sketchy situation. <laughs> right, right. But for yeah. people listening at home real quick, Guy with a upside down cross tattooed in the middle of his forehead is filming me from the. I I drive a step van, like a UPS style step van. 
And I come out from the back and he's filming me. And I'm just like, what's going on? And then we have like a little back and forth, nothing special, just kind of confused at what's going on. And then all of a sudden he goes, oh, you George Clooney, the guy that made Star Wars? And I said, nah, George Clooney didn't make Star Wars. And then he goes, oh, that's right. It was George Lucas. They're brothers. And then I said, no, that's not how brothers work. And then he goes, oh, so you're God? And I said, wrong again. (laughs) Not not God. And he just goes, you're a CIA agent? And I just said, nope. And then he goes, here's where in his crazy mind, he Mm -hmm. uh, has got you moment. Because after I say I'm not a CIA agent, he goes, oh, so you are God. (laughs) (laughs) And just like, and then, yeah, and then he continues to just go hey i just want to thank you for letting me live in this house bro and like when he said that i look up and there's like a nurse standing in the doorway so it was like a halfway home for whatever mm-hmm. yeah well, just I, like this person who cut off the other person's head it there was definitely some fucking oh yeah involved for I mean, sure like there's i mean you just don't do that because you know, yeah. I just, I don't, right? I don't yeah, know yeah, yeah. That is it. that is a very rarely. Uh, anyways, yeah. But I couldn't believe already, that the nurse. I can't believe that the nurse saw it and turned away and just went into the house. Yeah, that's I was just what, like that's, you know what I'm dealing with. Yeah, I was or like, he, you know what I'm dealing know. with here. Just come and get this thing. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> and I, I, I'm not. I know some people get like uh, a little bit worked up when you're making fun of people that are schizophrenic or whatever and you know like i don't think I should, you're making fun of it but uh, i did yeah, call i, I did just call I him a thing because i thought it was funnier to say come get this thing than say come get this guy but <laughs> <laughs> right right right. but no, i don't know i this, got you i got this you. thing the politically correct thing to say anyways i'm not i'm not assuming his gender just call him a thing or is, <laughs> or is that offensive <laughs> i don't know <laughs> But anyways, uh, like if you think I'm not going to laugh at him, you're crazier than he is. <laughs> That's <laughs> the weirdest shit I've ever seen. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and you're, I don't think you're in any way making fun of like mental health situations at all. It, yeah. was, it, it, was, I, it was a weird fucking situation that happened yep. to you, and it's so, funny. It's so just, funny. To, yeah, just to finish it off, he thanked me for letting him live in that home, and I'm just like, yeah, nah, you got it, dude. And he's just like, all right, man. And then I was just like, yeah, have a good one, and drove off. Out. And got far enough away so he couldn't see me anymore and then stopped the truck just to have a moment of like, what just happened? <laughs> so, yeah. Anyways, I dealt with All a right. crazy person. You had a crazy person near you. It's just a weird day. Damn. And then I, then I, I no joke, pull up my phone because I'm just like, is it almost the full moon? I thought we weren't that far. Like, there's got to no, be something setting all these people. It's we're like. Uh, somewhere in between a full moon and a half moon. Yeah. I don't yep. know what you call it. The crazy the cycle, gibbous. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let's get into the, let's get into this, uh, yeah. this fishing thing. Let's, let's do it. Um, so speaking of the local around my area, uh, shout out again to the Southwest media because they just did an article on the drought 
there is a big drought happening in the United States right now. Yes, and that's pretty much where, you know, that was the topic that I started with because I just keep thinking about how that is affecting that has how it's affecting the fish because we know there's low water levels everywhere and everything like that. And so anyways, shout out to them because they really went into the details about like how to be safe in the heat because the heat is why there's such a drought. Um, there's just this long stretch of heat that's happening uh, across a lot of the country. So anyways, it was just a good reminder, you know, make sure to drink water, make sure to get in the shade make sure to not stay out too long. Do those things as fishers, you, you know, as, as, People out there fishing, you have to, you know, be aware of that sort of shit um, and be aware of the weather, right? So yep. I just wanted to, you know, put a little public service announcement at the top of this topic because, man, that shit can get you for real. Yeah, heat is no joke and dehydration dehydration can sneak up on you. Like, uh, you should never let it get to the point where you stop sweating, but if it's 90 degrees and humid and you aren't sweating anymore, you need to find something to drink quick. Unless yeah. you're just one of those crazy people that can like wear a sweatshirt and this shit. I don't know what's wrong with you, but <laughs> I get dude. I've seen <laughs> the lawn people do it. I'm just like, yeah, I know. they're mowing the lawn on Wednesday and I like go and pull or Thursday or whatever the fuck day is. I don't know. Right. I don't know when they mow the lawn, but like, um, Anyways, it's, the it's, point that I'm trying to make is like they're out there on the lawnmowers. It's 100 degrees outside and they're in like full gear. And I'm like, yeah, dude, I see. Some, legit. I get staying covered from the sun, but like they're wearing yeah. black hoodies. <laughs> right. I know. And I don't It's like some people don't know that like the heat escapes from your head. Like, so don't put a cap on. I see people still like for the fashion, like wearing a cap and stuff. Like, what are you doing? I also saw a guy wearing a hoodie, but he lifted up the bottom. And like took his arms out, so he was like wearing no shirt, but he still had the hood on. And I'm like, that's the worst part to keep on. What are you doing? Yeah, but there's like those desert, like the uh, Arabian Peninsula. A lot of people wear hoods, but they're also like breezy. They're breathable. Yeah, yeah. They're like, normally hoodies are not right, breathable. Yeah, that, right. Those are like thin, so they let the air pass through. Right, and you just protect from the sun, but you can yeah. still feel the air. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. Mm. Anyways, yeah, we're definitely not equipped for that. We are warm-blooded people. We don't know. We can't. We can't wrap our heads around that. I would so, have a t-shirt all the time. <laughs> all <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, to the to the drought. Let's let's talk about the drought. How um, have you been to the river lately? Because our river, like I live near the Minnesota River. You know, I mean, like the Minnesota River runs through Chaska. I live in Chaska, so the Minnesota River is like fucking crazy low right now and pretty much all of the bodies of water in general are yeah really low in this area you know in southern mid part of mm -hmm. the state have you been to your river because i know you fish the river yeah the, the, Missis the mississippi the i don't i haven't been to um we also got the uh shoot i can't think of it right now it doesn't matter i'll come back to it if i think of it but there's okay. a smaller river that I used to live mm. like right on okay. and that one's already shallow. So I don't think there's even any water in there. I don't know what it looks like, like one little stream. I don't know, but I'm no sure shit. there's, I'm sure there's points that have like some water, but that river was never that deep to begin with. And I've never seen personally since I've lived in St. Cloud, I've never seen the Mississippi this low. Really? Yeah. 
And you've been so, there for a, a minute, dude. Mm-hmm. Holy yeah, it's crazy. Shit. Yeah, you can like just go down and like walk it. Like, I mean, there's still water. Whoa. Like, you can't walk everything, but like where there's points that you used to have to try to navigate through and find your mm-hmm. way to the river because mm-hmm. you couldn't get down there. Now you can just walk to the bottom and like the first couple of feet are like all rocks and stuff. Damn. Just go wherever you want, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit, dude. That's yeah, it's crazy. nuts. Mm-hmm. Have you been so, able to fish it or like... I guess I, generally speaking, like what is, I what is the fishing now? <laughs> yeah, so I haven't fished it for a while, but the one of the points that I fish a lot, mm-hmm. um, that one's always pretty deep. Like that one's oh, above, okay. that one's above the dam, and mm-hmm. the water above the dam is relatively deep. Like that's where you see a lot of boat traffic and stuff at the bottom of sure, the dam. Yeah. That water is so low. Wow. So like the water above the dam is low, but it's not. Yeah, the dam's still doing its job and packing up water. Right, right, right. Exactly. Okay. Yep. Okay. So that's sort of actually that's a really that that's a tip when it comes to the river fishing. Like Mm -hmm. I didn't even think about it. It wasn't my setup or anything like that. But like that's how I took it. Is like go and fish. Like if you can find a dam in the river, if it's low, just start walking up the river. Follow the opposite of the flow. Walk up the river and go find a fucking dam. See if you can, because likely there's still water above the dam. Yeah. There's almost, I think there's always water above the dam unless it gets real bad. I mean, if it gets to the point right, where yeah, there's not like, that's terrible, but, um, <laughs> right. like, well, there could always be that it gets so bad. They just open the, like yeah. open it and let it flow natural. Too, there's so. water below the dam too, because where the dam comes out, like a lot of fish will congregate to there. So it's almost like more concentrated because mm-hmm. as the water comes in, like they're mm-hmm. forced to be in one spot. And naturally, especially in rivers, when the water gets low, most of the fish, there's still some stupid ones, just like there's whales that get beached. Like you have a whole ocean. (laughs) How did you fucking pull this off? But the the water gets like um, it goes out and the fish just naturally know, like, I don't want to get stranded. So they head for Mm -hmm. deeper water in the rivers. Right. But that's when it happens at a faster rate. Like if, if like tidal waters or like, yeah, I was just going to say like the hundred, when we were talking about the hundred lakes, uh, the hundred lakes from Bassmaster or not Bassmaster, that's the tournament. Uh, when we were talking about BASS and their hundred top lakes, you where there were tidal lakes in there. And that's what you were saying is like fish will follow the tide. This isn't a tidal situation. I mean, this is months and months of no rain right right weeks and weeks i guess yeah whatever yeah but in that same regard because you know that it is low if you do end up getting rain a lot of times the fish know that like there's a lot of stuff that's just waiting to get washed into the water so when it rains they'll swim up to the shallow points in the rivers and they'll try to feed on what's getting washed in bugs or you know Mm -hmm. whatever critters mm-hmm. yep. that are small enough for them to eat yeah i was gonna say i've been seeing a lot of mice like people be fishing mice yeah there's mice lures there's mice topwater lures really yeah with the tail and everything there's some real gnarly like colored ones too they're like some people mean? there's different 
like companies that are brown or gray. <laughs> I know, right? And that's like the same thing with like fishing lures. Like, there's no fish that we fish around here that are bright colors, but you can still get that are purple colors. and chartreuse, right? Yeah, and there's <laughs> I've seen like purple mice with like chartreuse tails because they have no big shit. long jointed tails. So the rat like swims, and then the tail mm-hmm. wiggles with it. So it's just. Okay. It's gnarly. I've never fished one of those before, but they have a bunch of different weird topwaters. You can get spiders and baby ducks and all sorts really? of shit. Mm-hmm. Wow. I suppose baby ducks, muskies, huh? Probably go nuts for the baby ducks. Baby ducks, pikes eat baby ducks a lot. Pike? Wow. You can find, yeah, muskies probably do, but they're not as aggressive as pikes. So people don't oh, okay. see it as much. Sure, sure. Like you can. I don't know if they actually eat them, but there's like quite a few different uh, baby loon colored musky lures. Wow. Yeah. So I don't know if they actually eat baby loons, but right. the biggest bass I ever caught or the biggest musky I ever caught was after it ate a two pound bass. So, I mean, they can handle eating <laughs> a big fish. <laughs> so, they can really get mm-hmm. after it. <laughs> That's a really good point. So with actually funny enough, uh, our, our intro video, like our when we started this, you know, a year and some change ago, um, you were filming and a front moved in and it started to rain on you. And so like in the intro video, you're filming in the rain. You're talking about yeah. LAF TV in the rain. And that was a nice that was a nice rain. Like it was coming. You down. knew you weren't in danger. There wasn't really like a lot of lightning from from the video. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, was, I don't know what it was, but like, yeah, you got would it. you recommend people in Low level situations like we're in right now, low water situations like we're in right now. Is it good to just, hey, there's a rainstorm coming, like get your shit ready and go hit top water? Would you do that? Well, yeah, you can fish stuff in top water, but sometimes it's kind of hard to fish top water baits unless they're big and they're making a lot of movement because when it's raining hard, there's so much movement on the surface, it's hard for the fish to find the bait. Oh, it's the same reason that you don't fish a top water when there's heavy wind because they can't really see it. There's too much movement. So the, the movement of the bait is kind of drowned out or camouflaged, even if you want to say yes. by the movement of the water. Yep. That's a perfect way mm. to put it. Not saying that you can't catch fish, but like when the water's calm, they can hone yeah. in on it from a lot farther away, you know? Right. right. And the noise that it's making and the splashing, like it gets their attention when there's rain. This splashing all over the surface. That's all that's happening. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the best way to put it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's all that's happening. Yeah, but you can you can go out and catch fish in the rain. I've fished in the rain. Like it never stopped me before. But I don't screw with lightning. But it was one of right, those. Right. Yeah. Nice don't rains. Like, don't screw yeah. with lightning. Like that was like the yeah. first thing I ever learned with a boat. Is just mm-hmm. like yeah, no, it's raining. Yeah. It will be okay, but watch the horizon. If you start seeing or if you hear thunder, right? Right. That's the sh- yeah. Get the fuck off the lake. Yeah. Because there's not lightning with every storm, but there is the potential. So, like, it's not necessarily safe. So, like, that's on you, you know? what? For sure. You For sure. you make that decision. But I'm, I always fish when it rains. Like, if you have the gear, if you can put on a raincoat or whatever. Like, if it's not yeah. lightning, oh. I'll fish. Mm-hmm. But if it's lightning, no way, dude. I'm out no. of there. I'm not Get messing with that there. at all. No, no. But yeah, this um I wanted to say too before we like get off of rivers and stuff, mm-hmm. not necessarily a point for fishing them, 
but a point for down the road and kind of fishing them too because you can see the structure. Okay. When the water's higher, there's a lot of, like in the bigger rivers, there are rocks and the different mm-hmm. structure that you can't see when the water's higher. So when mm-hmm. the water goes lower, you can kind of tell where stuff is because of where the current, how the current's moving. So you're like, okay, like I know that there's something there that's breaking the current and you know whatnot. But if you see all the mm-hmm. different rocks and stuff now, mm-hmm. you can even take pictures for later oh. on. Like when the oh. water gets higher, if you fish the same areas a lot, yeah, if yeah. you can get a map of like those giant rocks aren't moving. So right, they're going right, to be right. there. Even <laughs> even when the floods come in the spring, say if there are floodwaters in the spring, like we have a really good winter, like those rocks are huge, dude. They're mm-hmm. locked in. Sure, yeah, sure. For sure. Those big rocks mm-hmm. are not moving. And a lot of fish like to sit behind the current breaks and wait. I should say smallmouth bass. I don't know a lot of okay. yeah. other stuff on the river so i'm mainly mm-hmm. talking smallmouth here because that's what i know that's what i go and fish the river for so sure but they'll sit behind that current break which is the rock you know the current goes past it and they can sit right behind it and not have to exert a lot of force but the smaller stuff sure. if it gets in the current it has no choice but to go with it so they'll just sit there mm-hmm. waiting for something to pass by right and if you know where those rocks are and you can put them like there are certain spots that I know that have rocks on the river where I can literally go, if somebody hasn't been here recently, there's a fish behind that rock and I will catch it right now <laughs> and like cast in and like pull that fish out. And it might not be the first cast. It's almost like it. a bet situation where you take yeah. somebody with you and you're like, bet I can catch a fish. Yeah, but I can like, catch yeah, a fish. Yeah, right. I got five bucks as you can't. I yeah. go, yeah. Oh, watch hey, this. You watch, boy. There's a fish right behind that rock and I'm about to pull it out. How much you want to bet your truck? Put your pink slip on the line. <laughs> but it might not be it might not be the first cast, you know, because temperamental smallmouths are like very on and off. But if they're oh, okay. hiding in that current break, there's a decent chance they're waiting for some food. Mm-hmm. Or right. at the very least, an easy meal is going to get them to go. But you might have to try right. a couple different things. But for the most part, like if you can just put a bait in front of them, they're they're going to hammer it. So nice, nice. But yeah, charting it out is such an awesome way to have an advantage over other anglers where yeah, dude. They're out there fishing and you're just like, I know there's a rock there and there right. and there. And mm-hmm. and even now, like if the water's slightly deep enough and you're just seeing the peak of the rock, like you know mm-hmm. exactly where there are, you know, I can see you like you can cast mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. behind all those rocks, even if they're small where you didn't see current breaks before because the water was high enough. You were only seeing the big rock. You weren't seeing the small rock. They could still be there. Right. Good. Yeah. Hell shit, dude. Good tip. Good. I never even (laughs) thought about that. Just generally speaking, but I have like, as I see the pictures of the low waters, I do. I do see all this exposed rock. Um, Mm -hmm. Of course they're rivers. Right. And it's just like, it, it makes so much sense when you, hear when i hear you say it and then i think about a picture in my head or i think about the river actually you know because i've driven over the river a hundred times now when it's been low and i look at it and i can just picture in my head i'm like oh damn dude like that right there is an advantage like that's an advantage as in like advantage me when the water comes back (laughs) yeah yeah 
That's crazy. Yeah, being dude. able to see their habitat is a huge advantage. I mean, we have depth finders to find that stuff. Sure. But when the water is low and you can just map it out so you know, because a lot of that stuff, you're not trying to fish in a boat, you know? Well, that's just, what I was just going to say, actually, is a lot of river fishing, I don't for me and you specifically, like in the where where we can go fish the, the river fairly easily, yeah. you, just, you just drive up and then you grab your rod, your tackle and you get out and you just walk over there and you just start throwing yep. and it's, it's done from the shore. I mean, yeah, you can put a boat in there. You could. Yeah. Fine. But like, you don't have to. No. There's some and, real good shore fishing. Yeah. And where I'm talking about fishing, like above the dam, I see boats below the dam. I've only seen kayaks because there's, mm. mm-hmm. there's a lot of spots that get too shallow. Like you just don't have enough room. Like you could, have a boat in certain spots and then you get to sure. a certain spot and you're stuck. So you only have a limited amount of space and like nobody tries to play with the Mississippi, man. There's way <laughs> too many big rocks in, <laughs> on that side of it. Like for there's, sure, there's sure. like known spots where you're like, I can handle a boat here, even though I might hit a tree or two. Cause there's always giant logs coming down the river. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't mess. I even if I get a boat nice enough, I don't think I'll ever drive on the river. Still, yeah, I might yeah. try it in the little thing I got now, where mm-hmm. at any point in time I could just pull it off to the side and just pull it on shore. Right, but no yeah. way. I don't trust Not rivers. No actual boat. Yeah, no, they're scary, dude. Um, let's get into some boring stuff and see if we can make it not boring. <laughs> All right. Uh, mostly. I, I want to still talk, like, we're going to keep talking fishing, of course, Duh, this is a fishing podcast, that's what we do, but the current drought, and it just goes back again to, like, you have to be an amateur meteorologist to be a good fisherman, and this is all from Noah, all this information that I'm about to drop is from Noah, and knowing this stuff, it, it applies directly to what you were just talking about when it comes to the river being low, you know what I mean, like, it, it's, it's something that you follow so that you kind of do have an idea of what you're getting into. Uh, 36% of the United States is in a severe or extreme drought as of June. We're almost in August now and we haven't had any rain. So holy shit. 47% of the contiguous U.S. state is in a moderate or extreme. So that is the lower 48, 47%, almost half of our country right now, dude. I don't know if you have the dock up or not, but the map of this drought that came from Noah is insane. And by the way, that's N-O-A-A, Noah, the weather service. It is from western Texas all the way over to California, all the way north, all the way to Maine. Like it literally is the entire north, the entire west, mm-hmm. and from west over to Texas, and even like decent, well, up to the Rocky Mountains in Colorado, basically. Like, there's so much lack, I guess, <laughs> of rain that you can't even, it has to be 50% by now, because this was in June that they were reporting 47% of the lower 48 was in a this is this is literally from moderate to extreme drought yeah are you seeing the are you seeing the map tim yeah that's on 
that's what I'm looking at right now. Like we're in yeah. the light orange and everything is like super crispy around here. Uh, yeah. So can you think of like what Nevada and Utah and stuff are no. going through right now? Like look how bad. Explain I mean, that big heavy dot right now in the like West Central. Where is that? Like it, so it's like Nevada. I can't make it any bigger. It's oh. like it's like Nevada into it's like the middle of the middle and north of California has a chunk of the deep red. Oh yeah, yeah, good and point. And Nevada and then I don't like the whole southwest almost in a way, isn't it? Yeah, it's like everything over to Texas. It's all like there's blotchy. It looks like a weird camo. It does. Because there's it's just like all shades of like red and stuff. But it's uh, yeah, almost... it's like different shades of red in the southwest. You're Dude, right. And yeah. and we're in the yellow and we're talking about how bad it is here. Yeah. And they're like all weird shades of red. It's like, holy shit, dude. And we were just talking about how good a fishing there is in California. And now I'm kind of going like, oh, damn, dude, right. what is happening over there? I did not go into that detail in the research because, you know, I was just we're just talking about low fishing and the drought itself but like yeah i mean it's like yeah it's gnarly like they're all like deserty states anyways so i don't know how bad a drought like really changes it for them like i'm not trying to be like uh, it doesn't matter but, but it's like half of nevada utah and arizona are like half are in the what does it say exceptional drought uh exceptional yeah. drought yeah which is past past extreme, extreme. <laughs> past extreme <laughs> and then like so like all of california is in at least extreme almost right yeah same and with that... the same oh utah is completely utah is all exceptional with a sprinkle of extreme yeah that's yeah. so gnarly that's so crazy and utah's fairly like a weirdly dry state i think for you know i mean they have mountains and stuff they get a lot of snow but Right. Um, that part of California, that northern part uh, that you pointed out, you're like, hey, even northern California, it's like, dude, is that? That's the section we were talking about in the episode with uh, the Bass Top 100 Lakes, it seems like. It was like right, right around that area, that delta. And it's like, holy shit. Yeah, um, for sure. That's that's crazy. Yeah, man. I just... so. 72% of minutes, this is from the Associated Press, it says 72% of Minnesota in is, is in a severe drought. Did you hear that Gooseberry Falls basically dried, like dried up? up? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a yeah. trickle. And they actually, like the guy that was being interviewed, he um, from it was actually the AP, and then they quoted the Star Tribune, the local uh, paper here in Minnesota. Uh, he basically was just like, yeah, that thing's going to dry up in August if we don't get any rain. It's like, oh, shit, man. That is a waterfall destination location here in the United States, here right. in the state of Minnesota. Yeah, that's insane. Whoa. There's like, hey, we might lose a waterfall. What? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. It's going to be crazy. I didn't know that like it wouldn't come back. Don't you think? No, it'll come that, back. I well, mean, we just have to gonna, wait for all oh, of so the, we just yeah, might lose yeah. it completely, which is whatever. I guess I don't care. Like, as long as it's not <laughs> killing the fish and stuff. 
Well, that's the thing is like, I mean, not not in this particular waterfall because there ain't no salmon jumping yeah. over Gooseberry Falls. It's too big. But like that was another thing that when I looked it up, there's migratory fish, man. They're getting fucked. Like the salmon, the brook trout, all these things like yeah. that are hurting because these low, just what we started with talking about, these low rivers, man, mm-hmm. are they're going to fuck up these migratory well, those, fish so yeah. bad. Yeah. And those are more cold weather fish too. Like they don't like the warm water. Mm. So when you got like shallow water with these temperatures, like there is no real cold water. So Mm. that can, Mm -hmm. that can be a real, real problem for those fish too. And there's like, there's, so there's other tips too for like when you're handling fish like that. Where, what do you mean fish like that? Uh, well, fish like that, that like the colder water, but like really oh. all fish at this point in time, eh, most of them can handle it. Like, especially when you're like talking about lakes and stuff, mm-hmm. but the fish that are really affected by droughts and stuff, when you're catching them, they say that like, you should have your hands wet. Like you shouldn't be like, oh. you know, messing with them. Cause they, most of them have like a protective, like slime on them. Sure. And if they're already like, I mean, even down to the bluegills, right? Like you catch yeah. a bluegill and yeah. it's not, not slimy. Right. It's that's not gross said, like a yeah. bike or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. And that's why I said most because like walleye don't really have much of a slime, but they might, but their okay. scales are like rougher. So I don't know about all fish, but I know that like pike have a massive amount of slime and it's gross. They don't smell good. It's just like you catch rip, a big rip, rip. one and it's just dripping off of them and you're trying to like <laughs> smile for your photo, but you're like, oh, dude. There's a slime running down your hand. Yeah, you leak. just see it like dripping off the tail and you're just like, oh, I don't want to hold this over the boat. <laughs> <laughs> but so you're what you're saying is just kind of a generalization of like fish are highly affected by this. Obviously, mm-hmm. there's low water levels. It's hot low water levels leads to like no cold water sections in some mm-hmm. places. So there's like a handling procedure. What, and what, what were you getting? Yeah. At exactly? Yeah. So I, I mean, basically it's just like when you're catching a fish, like they're like, you know, try to reduce the stress on them. Okay. So they're like, you know, have your hands already wet. Like don't go in with dry hands, like taking mm-hmm. away from the moisture and the slime that they already have or whatever. Cause mm-hmm. we, I mean, we call it slime. I'm sure it's called some sort of like a, it's called slime. Yeah, yeah, slime. You slimy fucks. But <laughs> the um, the other thing that I thought was funny because I have seen it before, where they're like, "Oh yeah, try to minimize the fight time." Like, oh, like the, mm-hmm. have you people ever fished before? Like, mm-hmm. I'm just like, all right, whoof, and just swinging in the boat. Like, <laughs> I just had to get them in fast. Like, that's not how it works. Right. That's not. Your, your That's goal the only thing to, you're trying to do when you're yeah, fishing is your trying to get is it to in as to, fast as possible. Yes, exactly. I'm not just sitting there waiting for him to just like, oh, maybe he'll jump again. Like, get right. him in the boat. Like, because fighting a fish is fun. Don't get me wrong. Like, that's part of the sure. allure the of it. But landing a fish is so much better than fighting it. If I fight it for a while <laughs> and it gets off, you're just like, damn it. Right. You get pissed more than. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even when people are. Um, I, watch a lot of ocean fishing on the, you know, I I just watch a lot of ocean fishing. It's like that takes forever. It takes a long time to land a fish in the ocean. It It takes a long time to land a fish that muscular, 
that yeah. big that is meant to swim forever. Dude, they drive backwards with those giant boats so they don't get spooled. Like, what? You I didn't know, even. I haven't. I've watched so much deep sea fishing. How the fuck some, did I yeah, pick that? Yeah, some up? of those big giant fish, like they drive backwards with the boats once they get one on because they're trying to like minimize the amount of space that he runs. They're trying to keep the distance between him and or her, whatever the fish, the fish, and the fishermen as wow. little as possible. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. Uh huh. And they're just like, oh, just minimize the time. Like, okay. Like, uh, <laughs> like, yeah what, what do you mean of course yeah. that's the only thing anglers try to do <laughs> yeah <laughs> like i don't know that's a weird thing to say i know um i don't know who's out there just like mm, watch this i'm gonna let it run right right <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> you want to see something i mean crazy? i get it if you like <laughs> just yeah i get it if you're like pan oh. fishing and then all of a sudden you you, you snag or you're pan fishing and um, a muskie decides like, that's a pretty good size sunny. Bam. Uh, you know, but like you're still trying to land it as fast as possible. It's right. Not yeah. You're trying to land that muskie as fast as possible. But also like at that point, you know, like your initial one was like, I'm trying to keep the sunny alive. Well, that didn't go so well. So now <laughs> let's do our best to land this muskie and release him properly. Right, right, right. <laughs> so do you know, I mean, yeah, you gave good tips about like hand, like get your hands wet already and, you know, try to minimize their time out of the water, uh, which most you should try to just do that anyway. I think that's just good handling, just fish handling practice anyway. Yep. But um, is it, when it comes down to something like landing a, a muskie or something like that, like, is there, is it sort of like you should use a net too to try to get it out of the water? You know, is there anything else that I'm just like not thinking of being the non fisherman? So like, <laughs> I'm not trying to put you on the spot, by the way. I'm literally yeah. just like asking a question I'm super curious no. about because I don't know all of the methods. Yeah. No, like the best method with like a, a bigger fish, um, and really, honestly, if you're trying to do it with all fish is if you had a net big enough to scoop them in the net, but don't even lift them out of the water. Just leave. Oh, so they're like contained in the net, but then they're still in the water. So then you're like really minimizing the amount of time that they spend out of the water. Right. Like bass fishing, you can kind of like you pull them in, you just pop the hook out and you can toss them back in. But mm -hmm. if it's a nice big one, you know, net them mm -hmm. obviously if you're in a tournament there's certain tournaments that you can't use nets so that's a different story but sure sure uh you know net them net them if you can and just try to keep them in the water because that helps a lot even with muskies for a while there they were like oh try to use a cradle and a cradle is like oh uh, almost um let me maybe take a swing at this is this sort of the thing that they use for i would I, because if you've listened to our dreamfish episode i see them with sturgeon all of the time like dude they oh. lift dolphins out of tanks and shit with this. yeah is that dude. what it is yeah yeah it's yeah. like a small okay. version of it i was just gonna yeah. say that it's what they move free willy in <laughs> <laughs> that's the reference that everybody's going to understand <laughs> that's the goal of real af tv right there so yeah. say make it so everybody can understand and go out right. and the shit <laughs> the free willy reference nice one <laughs> so yeah like it uh, that's one of the things but i heard that those aren't necessarily the greatest for the fish because they can like rub off the slime and 
and you got to put them in the cradle like you're almost like pinching that thing and lifting them out of the water right away if, mm. if you just have a really big net you just let mm-hmm. them sit in there so you can get them in the water because a lot of times by the time you're landing one of those fish they're already worn out so they're not going to do too much so you can just keep it sure a lot of times like the musky nets like the one i have is big enough that you can scoop the fish and you can kind of like set the net on the side of the boat and it's the musky still nice. in the water oh i haven't caught a lot because the because the like net itself that, but... <laughs> is so far like the net itself is so big that it the it dangles far enough away from the aluminum handle yeah or yeah handle or whatever that yep. it still hits the water right exactly and musky nice. nets aren't necessarily cheap but you really should try to have the right net for what you're going for you know oh sure. one one size does not fit all for the fish you got to have a big enough net to handle a musky and if you have the net big mm-hmm. enough for the musky the holes are bigger and mm. the smaller mm-hmm. fish will swim not all the way through. Like, I mean, if it's real small, it will, but the smaller fish will like get their head stuck mm-hmm. through that's, and their gill mm-hmm. plates that's what I was are say. there. So their heads will go through, but they don't want to come out easy. I learned this. From yeah. Experience. Yeah. You have that, like <laughs> that reverse, like trap thing, right? Like a small yeah. game trap is you can go in, but you can't come back out or like crab pots. I watch a lot of deadliest catch. You can go in, but you can't come out because you can go through one way, but there's that reverse catch that you can't you can't get out of it, right? Is that what you're saying? Like, yeah, the head will go one way through the net, but as you try to pull the bass out of the musky net, its gills will kind of reverse catch on the net, and and you're yeah, like, exactly. You're in a bad situation. Yep, where it's not too big of a deal, but like in a you know in a time like this where you're already trying to minimize the stress, right? Like trying to like fold it and and bass like it can happen, but it's more so walleye and northern for sure. Like we talked about with that slime, sure. they're already sure. lubed up. They just thump <laughs> <laughs> right through one of those musky holes. Because <laughs> yeah. I learned that from. You know, when you're musky fishing, you catch pike. It happens. Sure, so, of course. And then you have, you're like, I brought the big net. Well, I guess I'm going to try to net him because sometimes I'll use smaller baits and we'll just have like a leader material and not an actual leader, mm-hmm. hoping that I catch a fish and just, you know, crossing my fingers, it doesn't take the whole thing in its mouth because mm-hmm. sometimes the fish is slow and I'm like, well, I'll try to downsize and then I catch a lot of pike and then the pike, uh. I'm just like, they got sharp teeth and I just try to get them in the net as fast as possible. So I'm not losing my lure. So right. even though they're not that big a pike, I'm not trying to like boat land them or hand land them. I just get them in the net and then they get their heads stuck and you go, shit, I need to bring the small <laughs> net next time too, I guess. <laughs> right. Sure. 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 Yeah. And it, it all comes back to like the, the drought is like all about minimizing when you're doing this because I don't, I don't know enough about you know, musky fishing and stuff like that. But if the loo- if if the water's warm, the fight is going to make them warmer. And yes. I don't know, like, what kind of situations, you know, I don't know what kind of situations you're necessarily catching your musky in, but, like, are they, where? Do, where's their normal temperature? I mean, are they living in the colder, deeper waters or, like, they're up because they're predator fish? Yeah, they're predator fish, so they're where the other fish are. And they're mm-hmm. they're like the king shit of the lake. So they're kinda right. wherever they want to be. They're shallow sometimes. 
they suspend in the middle of the lake. Sometimes they, oh, they'll be deep okay. in the mm-hmm. weeds. Sometimes it's kind of just depending on the day. So they're yeah. kind of wherever they want to be. So, so yeah. it, 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 it's the same for a lot of different fish. Like they prefer one temperature, but they'll take discomfort over, or they'll take, yeah, they'll take discomfort over yeah. not eating. Right. So they'll yep. go where the food is, but the muskies just are, go where the food is. yeah, they're in the shallow. You can find them in the bright sunshine, like roaming the flats, like no weeds at all. Wow. It's like you don't see really? any other fish out there and they're just like uh-huh. going from point A to point B because they're just looking for food. It's almost like they're a fisherman too, where they're just right. like, I think the best food's going to be over here today. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, one, one thing that I know that we don't know much about and we probably have to get a guest on for this, but like the, the, the shallow waters like are, are good for spear fishing, bow fishing, mm. like, rough fish man they just they just swim through like nothing I've, I've just watched enough nature videos where you will see a body of water being created in a grass field <laughs> right. like that was a grassy field and then it rained a ton upstream mm-hmm. and now that grassy field is a very very shallow river it's running water through a grassy field yep watch a carp just fucking zzz- Mm-hmm. right through that shit yeah no problem yeah four inches of water i got this <laughs> yep. what the fuck dude it's yeah cool. it's so crazy so like this is actually probably a, a decent time for rough fish i would guess you'd go out and get some rough fish yeah yeah in this sort of situation yep that and that was it was the sock river is the one that i was thinking of before Oh, and that nice. one, that one would, that's when I would see those fish. I think I talked about it, the, about it on the podcast before where they're just like rutting through this stuff. Oh and, yeah, for sure. And that was like when the water was kind of low and it was never like this before. So I don't know what it would be like that, but yeah, I could sure. stand on the side of the river and just see them like ravaging those weeds. <laughs> so, <laughs> and that's probably, that's probably part of it where it was like shallow and they wanted to get to a certain point. Yep. And they're just swimming their ass off because they're too big right. to like, they're partially out of the water at that point almost. And they're just like, right. Yeah, for real. Open food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's, the, it's crazy. So the weird thing I wanted to say too, like when you're out there fishing is that like top water baits work pretty well at this time mm-hmm. because a just like in the summer it works, but B, it's like when it's shallower water and stuff, it's like almost the the bait fish and the food and everything is just kind of like on the surface, like mm. with the different mm-hmm. critters and whatnot of go in mm-hmm. there. But the weird thing is too, when it rains, like after a rain, then they're also looking for like top water stuff. Right. So like just when in doubt, top water seems to work. <laughs> so <laughs> But yeah, like you were talking about with the water raises up too, the fish move in way shallow because then they're just looking for stuff to, to eat. Mm-hmm. And you can have like how you were talking about where the water goes up, you can have it go up and create like a pond and then like the water recedes and then there's just a pond in the farmer's field oh. that actually has fish in it now. <laughs> you can right, fish right. Those. Yeah, yeah, because that's exactly yeah. it with the rough fish. Like I said, they'll they'll swim wherever the water is. Yeah. I mean yep. that they'll they'll go where the water is and the, the yeah. water the stream they came in on just dries up and it's like, oh shit. Yeah. 
in the springtime that happens a lot because of how like the snow melts so you'll right. get like yep. crazy amounts of water come in real fast and then go out real fast and it catches some of the fish off guard yep and then they get stranded so it makes for good fertilizer i would assume because that's 50 percent right. of what rush fish are used for anyway yeah yeah <laughs> that's what they push for if you catch them they're like if you're so i've been meaning to ask you this for weeks just generally speaking anyway on obviously on the podcast because it's content but i just curious um your lake that you fish primarily has been mm. uh how do i say overflowing <laughs> flooded yeah dude. Overflowing. for like two years it seems like right yeah yeah so what has the drought done to that and your fishing because i mean that's where you do most of your fishing over the yeah. summer if i'm not mistaken right you are correct and not a whole lot man no it's, shit yeah no there's still quite a few i see i do see a water line there's one cabin at the end of the road that my parents have their cabin on mm -hmm. and there's a water line that's like two feet difference on their door wow. but that cabin's still in the water holy shit i know no right? kidding yeah some some people are super fucked like wow like that will never go away i mean there would have to be some kind of human intervention to like create a river at this point almost yeah that's like. what they're that's what they're trying to figure out because it's been like consistently going up like there's been droughts like this where it drops down but then it goes up and then it drops down and it goes up and it drops down and it goes up and but when it but goes it, up it never drops down to the old drop down point nope it just keeps going up eventually Shit. like it just keeps going up and up and up and they've seen this trend Mm -hmm. happening mm -hmm. and uh i'll put this one on the powers that be whoever's been paying attention to this stuff those same people are the ones that are coming out and just like uh do you have a permit for raking your sand like you guys maybe want to make sure that the like all these cabins don't get flooded first. <laughs> like there's a lot of property damage that's happening right yeah. now <laughs> just yeah like one one year don't worry the, about the fucking yeah, rake. One year the ice shelf like moves stuff and all of a sudden there's somebody like knocking at the door and they're and I'm just up there like to fish on like a weekday. This was when I had a job where I would get a weekday off a week. Mm -hmm. And and I go up there to fish and they're just like, Hey, we were just wondering about what's all been done up here. And I'm just like, they just raked. I don't know. The neighbors look like they've done different stuff, but I don't know what they did. Like my parents raked and they're like, you guys need to get permits for all this. And I was like, we need to get permits to rake. And then they were like, <laughs> all you did was rake. And it's like, I don't know how many times I have to say rake. <laughs> like, it's, I'm not quite sure what's not getting through here. But then they're just like, yeah, no, you don't need permits to rake. And then it's like, that's fantastic. Can I go fishing now, please? Right. You're in my way. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for coming up here on a Tuesday and talking like you guys know I'm not here to just like relax. I don't live here. It's a minimum maintenance road. Nobody lives right. here. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. It's like they know that it's cabin property and it's not. We're... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's probably someone from like the association or some shit. It's not a DNR officer just coming up there and being no, like, No, but they had like a they had a DNR officer with them. There was an officer, of a lady with a clipboard, and somebody else, and the lady with the clipboard was the Karen that was like, Yeah, we here, we here. You're just like, <laughs> I am high as fuck right now, Karen. 
I, I'm not. I just want to go fishing. I well, need I'm to a go. little bit tipsy. I came up and went fishing. I was just thinking about that today. Like this is completely random off topic, but I was thinking about like how people are just like, we need to get more kids out there fishing because it keeps them off of the drugs. And it's like, yeah, but fishing on drugs is pretty <laughs> fucking cool. <laughs> I can say this in my entire adult life. I've never been drinking without beer. And if you think that's not a drug, then you're fucking high yourself. You never so... <laughs> been. Oh, you, you mean you never been fishing without beer? What did I say? You never been drinking without beer. Both of those are still true. Both of those. I've never been <laughs> drinking without beer, and I've never been fishing without fish. So your move, partner. I don't know. <laughs> oh, shit, man. All right. Well, let's keep the laughs going by cutting over into the second half, where we are going to talk comedy with our first guest of all time, Sioux Falls Funniest Man, a great dude, a producer, a generally funny guy a dad and hopefully i can do that intro that well when it comes to the second half yeah i will now leave you with this bit of information did you have some info no no i was just oh. gonna let a pregnant pause hang out there for oh. a while and oh. see how long <laughs> i could let that go <laughs> i was gonna say <laughs> like I had uh, fair practice use for whatever we can we can listen to 13 seconds free willy song right <laughs> yes yeah. i think it's only 10 seconds but that's enough michael <laughs> that's enough michael <laughs> to the break <laughs> And we're back from the break. It's the Real AF TV podcast, a show about fishing and random takes from the land of 10,000 lakes. Tim. Yeah. What do you think? We got our first guest, buddy. I'm Nathan super excited. Holtz is here. Comedian. I'm the Sioux first Falls funniest guest. man. Di what? Yeah, you're the first, dude. Oh, I'm the first guest? Yes. Yeah, dude. So let me do your sweet, sweet intro that I've been working up for two weeks. <laughs> Comedian extraordinaire, stand-up comedian, Sioux Falls Funniest Man 2016, Snow Jam comedian. No, so, oh, and I went and I screwed it up. Enter South start. Dakota's, wait, here. Let's start over. <laughs> we have on the show, and I'm keeping this all in just so you know, in case you guys are curious, this is all staying in the podcast. So we go live to tape. We're just keeping it in. <laughs> Today, we have Sioux Falls Funniest Man, stand-up comedian, stand-up guy, podcaster, and dad, of course. <laughs> we're, we're all dads here. So we, are uh, we brought him on because he's just a funny guy, and we want to be more funny. I don't know if that's, we, that's not why you brought you on. We are genuinely interested in what's going on in your life. Nathan Haltz, what's going on? My wife, said, my wife, I told her my wife I was doing a podcast tonight, and uh, she's like, oh, what's the podcast about? I was like, fishing. She's like, 
They wanted you. <laughs> they wanted you. <laughs> yeah, so that's how oh, yeah. we start this out with all our guests, and especially in the random take when we're here to talk about comedy in general. We just yeah. go. So, how much you been fishing? Lately? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I haven't fished since I was uh, since you had to get a license to do it. Wow, this is sixteen, <laughs> which is sixteen yeah. years old. <laughs> <laughs> it's i've been i've been longer been alive longer twice as long as the last time i've been fishing uh, yeah i i didn't have that- a good time fishing growing up though because like my my uncle was like shh scare the fish and it was like last year i was like i don't think fish have ears yeah. <laughs> i don't think they can hear you I don't think fish can hear you. You just wanted me to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> you just wanted me to shut up. Pretty much. Yeah. I'm pretty sure fish don't have ears. I do to my nephew. <laughs> just, dude, yeah. the fish are going to hear you for sure. Yeah, you just hear the fish. I'm like, oh my God, that's so terrible. Yeah. We got to sit for another hour? This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Proof that we've moved into dad zone already there, Tim, that you're just like doing, you're passing that on. <laughs> you're, you're that uncle now. Well, I have to be, dude. They get like, I'm, I'm t- I don't know how old you were, Nathan, when you were out there fishing, but you're sitting there and you're trying to fish and they're just like, Hey, well, that guy on that, you know, that plays uh, that guy that has the Pokemon, that plays the Pokemon go. Is it he's the, he know the things or whatever. And you're just like, the fish can hear you, dude. Just <laughs> you gotta chill, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Pokemon, uh, Nate, you said that you picked Bulbasaur at the beginning of Pokemon on your podcast that you yeah. have with John. Sorry, what's John's last name? John Michaels. John Michaels, the cry, yeah. the town crier yeah. podcast. That's... Yeah, he's uh like Sean, but John. John Michaels. He's a gay, he's oh, a gay sure. yeah. He's a recovering gay Republican. Not from being gay, but from being Republican. <laughs> Not from it could have went either way. They're just like, he's one of those Republicans that they sent to the straight camp. <laughs> he's recovering. He's just a, he's an old comedy pal that we have a lot in common, uh, but we also argue about everything. So it's, and then we just talk about what we cry about. Like we both love to cry. I think crying's amazing. I, I mm-hmm. like, oh my God, give me a progressive commercial any day. Uh, <laughs> State Farm, forget about it. Oh, <laughs> you know, but also like Disney movies and stuff. But also like, you know, just things in our day, you know, like, um, mm-hmm. like last week I, I, uh, you know, my daughter said something nice and I was like, ah, just, you know, heavy cry. So talk about that. And then we also talk about what made us smile. Yeah. yeah. With yeah. A town it's a very prior podcast. Yes. Yeah, for a big right. Time. Yes. I, I love your concept. And, and I caught it the other week and you said that you are a Bulbasaur. You pick Bulbasaur in Pokemon. When I you... did. I did. All my friends were Charmander. Nobody picks Bulbasaur. Everyone was a Charmander in Glencoe anyway. Oh, right. I, everybody was playing red. You know, I'd get blue just because like, you know, you had a, a little different switch and I just wanted to be yeah. a utility player in my Pokemon friend group. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. you need a Bulbasaur? Guess what? I got yeah, trained I got up. It. Here we go. 
<laughs> you know, I got you, guy. I'll start over. <laughs> you know, I'll start over. <laughs> you know, oh, you need a pidgey out, motherfucker. I got you. I got you. <laughs> I got because I Frank wants one too. I was just trying to train them all with different abilities. I got you, baby. <laughs> You want to po- put it on your Pokemon on your printer? Remember no, your Game Boy? <laughs> let's, let's yeah, let's do this. Deep cut, dude. You have do you have the cable that cost eighty dollars? Do you remember the eighty dollars USB cable? Why was the cable more than the game itself? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. So, uh, yeah, I just want to kind of talk about what's up. What did you pick? Oh, dude, I, you. You guys got me. Uh, you you got my got my balls in a vice grip here. I don't play Pokemon except for Pokemon Go. My wife and Tim get along way better on I that. Play. So I am on, I'm in line with the Pokemon game. I don't play though. Yeah, I've been I've been yeah. playing from day one, and I've OG. always been a fire starter. Like, doesn't matter which game it is, I go fire. Prodigy over here. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say electric fire. Sorry, but you got me. <laughs> fire. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Unless it was yellow. Pokemon yellow, you had to do Pikachu or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't, I think I went back and played yellow later when there was like an emulator. Like you could just put a Game sure. Boy emulator on your phone. All right. And then it's really hard to go back and play it after you played the newer ones where you get like bicycles and you can move fast and stuff. You go back to the old one and you move so damn slow. (laughs) How did I have this much time? Right. Exactly. You're just like, (laughs) I have to go from which town to what town this is going to, Oh, you just stop playing. You just stop playing right there. I just do not (laughs) have time to walk. In this, no, I'm not going to Meridian City, whatever you, whatever you want. No, right. I'm setting up shop where I'm at now, and this is as far as we go. Yeah. Can I just become a gym trainer in this game? Right. <laughs> <laughs> make, oh. make my own gym, it'll just be the bridge gym, Tent City. I'll, I'll, I'll set it up under the bridge. That's it. Ah, anyways, let's let's. I'm gonna bring it back now. You were down here in in my neck of the woods uh, last weekend, right, Nathan? Yeah, to the Mall yeah. of America. That's not too far from me. Mall you were Mall at Rick Bronson's, Bronson's, right? Rick Bronson's House of Comedy for the World Series of Comedy Competition. Nice, dude. That is yeah. awesome. So, how, it was a lot of fun. Like, uh, that contest is a sham because uh, <laughs> I didn't win. Uh, oh, yeah. because you didn't win. <laughs> it was rigged. Okay. Yeah, and obviously, I'm the best, and I didn't even move on. So, like, it's obviously uh, rigged. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, and it it's doesn't like, help that I went over time. Um, oh, so uh, I got a couple, couple Did you get flashed a couple now. times or what? Yeah, yeah. How much over time? Yeah, I was, How much do they give you? You get on, on that... You got eight, and I think I hit nine. Oh, this, so they're pretty they're pretty picky on that, huh? Well, it's yeah. So you, uh, comedy is kind of weird. Like, there's a lot of psychology around comedy, and uh, like the rules that are you can break, but you have to break them in a certain way. One of the rules is a ninety minute show. Anytime oh. a show is ninety minutes, hour and a half, it is 
you're losing the audience. We really? as humans have about a 90 minute consciousness, right? Think about every movie that's longer than a 90 minutes. Right. Yep. Like they all like, oh, it's a long movie. Like it's only right. 10 minutes longer than this movie. But yeah, yeah. But it's still. You give up on it before forever. you even start it. Just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you look at that runtime on Netflix, you're like yeah. an hour and a half. Cool. Right. Yep. <laughs> 45 minutes over that? Mm-mm, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time for this shit. Uh-uh. Yeah. I got shit to do. Right. I'm going to watch this and look at my phone for that long. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've been doing that with that Irishman movie. Is that what it was? Irishman? I, yeah. The Irishman? Yep, on Netflix. I just yeah, keep looking new, at it like uh, they cast everything about it. I want to watch this movie. And then every time I see it's like three hours and I just go, shit. I just can't. Yep. I can't do this. I've been, I've been watching stuff in shifts now. Oh yeah. Like I'll just watch stuff on my lunch break. And like so it's like half hour, forty minutes. I'll just watch something. All right, time to go and get back into it. <laughs> yep. Like the actual like something like three hours long, you'll just break it up into like thirty minute chunks. Yeah, streaming. It picks up where you left off, so it's it's not right. like I'm carrying a DVD around. So <laughs> I, it's like I'll just I'll just watch this portion and like, okay. That's enough. That's a really good point. Yeah. So I want to talk about the, uh, I'm going to bring us back again here. I want to talk about the, like the rules and the psychology and stuff about comedy. Like, Cause okay. you had a club for a little bit, right? Yeah. I sold the you club. One? Uh, I sold boss's comedy club in August. So oh, I really? started it three years ago. Um, October. Yeah. Three years, October. Um, it'll be three years in October, four years in October. Okay. I remember time is relative. Um, (laughs) but yeah, I sold it in August. So, uh, they just wanted to spend more time with my daughter and they were moving to a new location. I wasn't super thrilled about the time commitment that location would require. Um, and so we were just kind of going different ways. Uh, so I wanted to, and I, I'll be honest with you. I'm terrible at it. I am not a (laughs) businessman. I am a oh. real bad businessman. Like, <laughs> like, even when I was a kid, like my parents, we'd do like a lemonade stand. I'd do like a lemonade stand. And I, my yeah. parents would give me like starter cash to like make change. And then at the end of that, I would just give that to all my friends because it looked like we made money. You know, we sold like three <laughs> lemonade and they're walking out with like six bucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm a bad businessman. Always have been. I was hoping you weren't going to say comedian because I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> Aren't you still doing this? I'm very good at comedy. I'm very good. How did you get, how did you even start into that? Like, how did you end up getting into that just scene? How do you start stand up? How did you start stand up comedy specifically? Oh, uh, mine's a little weird for most people. Um, I, I was, so I, I went to college um, at Augustana College in Sioux Falls. That's what took me away from the wonderful, uh, township of glencoe minnesota and right. which is uh, where we all met by the way yeah. we all loosely are you not of, there tim where are you tim i live in st cloud oh yeah same thing yeah close enough it's, yeah in that part of the world like <laughs> hutchinson minnesota and glencoe and bisky and all they're just all one town like <laughs> you, you, you exist you coexist in the same you know uh are you still in labar are you still in glencoe no, no, I'm out in Chaska now. Chaska, fancy, Chaska. Oh man, <laughs> uh, go to that community center. 
go down that water. Love the community center, dude. I'm taking, we're probably taking my daughter there this weekend and I am so jazzed to take her swimming. I'm just so, so. Is that the first time? Talk later. Sorry. Sorry. No, we've been swimming already a few times. So yeah, we can have dad talk later. I'm sorry. I I, I keep derailing this. Um. (laughs) (laughs) I'm genuinely interested too. I'm not just trying to like make a show here. I'm I'm dead serious. Uh, when I went to college, uh, I was doing improv comedy because in high school I did, I did called just say no improv where basically we went to like other schools, like the, the middle school and did like skits about how you shouldn't bully and don't do drugs and all that kind of stuff. Right. It's, it's like a, it's a brand of improv where you don't really improvise. You just improvise the words, but the story's all laid out. Oh, I did the I same shit except for okay. no words. Yeah. It was so dumb. We did the opposite where everybody's like, uh, he's throwing a football now. And then he's like, <laughs> <laughs> just like, it was so dumb. Nobody knew what we were doing. <laughs> yeah. It was a weird, it was a weird club. Uh, and so I was like, Oh, I can do that in college. Cause I, I was, you know, good at that. So I did that mm-hmm. in college and then I took a year off to go to rehab <laughs> And then, uh, <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. That, no, I mean, it's funny. I said you, it funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I made it. I said words funny. Uh, the, <laughs> I did. I call it my sabbatical. Um, <laughs> so then I, uh, I went back to college and did another year, and all my friends who stayed in college. <laughs> We're graduating because that's gone. what happens is they, the world continues after you leave, you know, uh, a place. Mm-hmm. True. And so sure. came back. So all my friends who I improvised with all this time were leaving and I had no one to like, I didn't want to start over with like these new kids, you know, who are probably great, but I, I just You're didn't right. feel like, so I was like, I got to figure out how to do this by myself. And so I did an independent study. I got college credit to learn stand up. And basically no I get college credit to just like watch George Carlin and like stand up clips. No shit. Like it was it was homework to watch Comedy Central presents. Nice. Like, no way. That's dude. dope. That's awesome. I would have taken that class. And so the so what you have to do is you have to create your own itinerary or like a uh, uh glot what is it called? The oh, thing that, um Syllabus. Syllabus. And you have to create your own syllabus, get it approved by a thing. So we had to come right. up with some goals for the class. And the goal was not knowing anything about stand-up. I mean, I had watched it always, but like not knowing anything. Uh, I was like, all right, I think I can do 20 minutes at the end of this semester. That's a lot. So Whoa, this, that's that a lot like of a huge time. Set, yeah. dude. That's a lot of time. And so uh, I wrote and I wrote and I wrote and I consumed. And then I, I would go in front of the professor it would just be me and this, you know, very nice, but 65 year old woman uh, <laughs> who I know very well, who I used to like babysit her cats. I would just tell her my jokes and she would like direct me. She'd be like, that's not very good. Or like, <laughs> do you think you have to say fuck here? And I'm like, yeah, fuck is integral. Yeah. We, uh, she kind of like directed me and then, uh, our improv group, we also did a study, like an independent study for that, like a, a like a, an advanced improv group. And we did like a final for that. And I opened for that group. And so the, our, our final show, I opened as my first show and we had 
sold out the theater at college. So 322 wow. seats. There was not nice. a seat left in the house at 11 p.m. Like I think we did like a like during finals time, we did like 11 p.m. show. And so I just go up and do stand up for 20. I think it I think it came out to be 18 and a half minutes. Um, wow. In front of 322 people my first time that's we've only been talking for 18 minutes basically yeah, on the recording that is a like, lot this is three people dude and you had that was your opening like yeah night first an 18 minute set that some might of be our, some, some sort of a okay. record man i haven't heard of anybody <laughs> doing 18 minutes their first time sinbad did an hour and a half his first time what yeah sinbad's crazy if you ever listen to Stim- sinbad tell stories Sinbad is a crazy motherfucker. Like he is, mm-hmm. he is a wild human being. Yeah. Uh, Sinbad claims he did an hour and a half his first, his first time. That's insane. Uh, I mean, I was that like, even? I feel like we got like the three of us have like good banter. Like we could talk, you know, we like we could drag this podcast on for probably two hours, yeah. and it would be something people would probably listen to. And. I mean, we haven't even, you know, sat down and talked like this forever or or ever. (laughs) But the point that I'm trying to get to is that's three people. This is a conversation. A stand up set is not a conversation, right? It's a back and forth. It is. is. Well, yeah. The the feedback you get is a one sided conversation, right? And a good stand up will make you feel like you're part of that conversation. For sure. Yep. Right. Like, Like, the biggest thing. The, the best thing like you can do after like if if someone was like like think about all the comedians you you recently watched like i want to hang out with that dude right yeah it's, it, oh yeah for sure you know what <laughs> i, mean? like, I want to hang out with that dude and that's because you guys just connected right the only yeah. difference is he connected with all of you and you felt that connection, that human connection with just one person. One person. Sure, sure, sure. You know what I mean? So that, it's a one-sided conversation. That's all it is. You just right. listen to a blowhard talk for an hour. And <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you, you right. like what he had to say. So that's that's all that is. Um, yeah. It's cr- is that something that you you pick up on as you're going or like, did you know this going into it? And I mean, as you're going, like you have this class, you have, well, it wasn't uh, a class. you know, it was your 18 minutes. So like, say again, it's just me like reading a couple books on like how to comedy, but mainly like watching people and writing down what, what they're doing. Um, you know, just yeah. literally just studying. Um, but yeah, I, you, you learn, you pick up on that. I've been doing this a long time and, and comedians love to talk about comedy. If you want, if you perfect, if you want, that's what we got you on here for. There's, there's about, there's about, there's nine million podcasts with comments right. just saying, you know, this is this and this is that. You know, we can all, we can, we all love the pontification, right? We all have our own theories and our own stuff like that. But oh, oh uh, for sure, that's, I don't know, like you, you just kind of pick it up as you go. That's the thing about starting comedy. Like everyone always asks. What what do you got to do to start doing comedy? And I, I don't. It's it's not the sexy answer. It is go do it. Go yeah. There's mm-hmm. you can you can you can soak up as much information as you want when you get started. But the the difference between a funny person and a comedian is a person who gets on stage and has a notebook. Yeah, 
Yep. Right. That's through. a really good point. Yeah. You say something funny, write that fucker down, and then <laughs> and then go say it again. Uh, go crowd work it. Go yeah, well. Yeah. Crowd work's a different thing. That was a bad word for this particular situation. Yeah. Go go get it up on its feet is is, is a good way to say that. Okay. But like, it's there. There is nothing you can do to prepare yourself more than just being in front of people and holding a room. Yeah. Sure. That's there's we can we can We're, talk about all the other things you can do to get better. The best thing you can do is get on stage. Just go on stage. And if you're yeah. thinking about doing it, uh no one's no one's like no one's like 20 years into this and be like, I'm glad I waited that extra six months. No one's like man i'm glad i waited that week i don't want to start that week anyway right. you know, like like no one just go do it and honestly tell if you're thinking about doing it which i i'm getting the feeling you're thinking about it josh no not me no no Tim? no I've i mean thought about Tim. it multiple times but i'm so like i have anxiety issues the way it is and Getting up on stage is so goddamn scary sounding. Like, I gave the best man speech at Josh's wedding, and I missed my only joke. I had one written down, and I didn't tell it. And I'm like, and then after it, because I told a couple of people, I'm like, hey, what do you think about this? And they're like, yeah, dude, this is funny. Go with it. And then afterwards, they're like, where was the joke? I didn't even realize I didn't tell it. I'm just like, oh, shit. No, I didn't even say it, did I? <laughs> so, that, that gets so, better. I don't know. <laughs> like, me and Tim have always had sort of like a, a banter group, I guess. And me and him, yeah. I felt like we're always kind of like the the head of that which is kind of how we ended up started podcasting, right? And you said you improved. So yeah. when you were younger, like in high school and stuff, Nate, did you, did you like, was there a lot of banter? Like, did you have a group of people you just bantered with or was that in college or did banter even happen? I guess I'm, I'm imposing that. Yeah. We, um, we didn't know it was banter, but yeah. I mean, I remember hanging out with you guys and shooting the shit. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. holding mm-hmm. court. There was always something you just wanted to make your friends laugh. For sure. Right? You say ridiculous yeah. shit. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I'm not proud of some of the stuff I said uh, when no, we were no. bantering. But no, like, behind you know closed doors is a different story. story. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Still learning what, you know, I what's funny and what's not funny. But no, I, th- I think that's that's exact. I mean, there's, there's not a person that I can think of in stand-up comedy that wasn't trying to be the funny guy in the friend group anyway you know yeah. and that's actually what the comedians go for like there's a there's this big thing of pride when you make the whole group of comics laugh because they sit in a different area and they laugh very differently right sure. so sure. so we we tell some comics like uh uh you know some of the newer guys like hey right now you're going to the back of the room right and those people didn't pay <laughs> like, like, let's just bring the jokes just a little bit more forward. <laughs> like, like, if you're playing jokes to the back of the room only, you're gonna get a lot of love from your friends, but they're not gonna put you. They're not gonna put on the paid shows because you're not doing well to the audience. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the, the sort of insider stuff that I was like, because I, I don't want you to think that I like invited you on here to say like, hey, how can me and Tim get into stand up? No, no, <laughs> I, I didn't. that's not what I wanted the impression. I, I seriously wanted to hear your backstory. And but like that sort of insider stuff, because you said you had the club and things like that. Yeah, it's just like that's the kind of stuff I just love to hear because I I watched. Did you guys watch Bo Burnham's Inside? Yeah. Yeah. So like I, I watched that and it has none of what we just talked about because he's literally locked himself in a room because we're in a global pandemic and he made a comedy special. He took all of the production into his hands and made it. None of the crowd work. And yeah. I was just like, wow, that is so different because everything I know about comedy is the feedback, right? Yeah, but the, that's not, I mean, you're, I, in, in no way am I undercutting this comedy special, right? Sure. sure in no sure. way am I trying to do that, right? But do, do you remember Bo Burnham, like how we met Bo Burnham? Yeah. Yeah, he was a stand-up comedian, and then he'd go play the piano, right? No. no. He was a YouTube star. He was the first YouTube star to become a comedian. Oh. Really? What? I don't remember the YouTube star. Yeah, he became famous doing YouTube videos in his bedroom. No, he kidding. makes references to it, right? Here I am alone inside my house again, right? He talks oh, about that. What? Yeah. So huh. that's how Bo Burnham started. And then, and then what happened was he turned 18 and yep. he was starting to be able to go out to the clubs as an adult. Right. Uh, and so okay. clubs started booking him because he had all these funny, silly songs. And then um, what he would do is he he just spent a lot of time doing that, traveling the road, honing that. Um, and he became an amazing stage performer along with uh, a very technical stage performer. His shows, his live shows are a spectacle. Mm -hmm. They're they're yeah. very theatrical, mm -hmm. right? They've got he's always had a big lighting presence. He's always had sure. a lot of like um digital jokes because that's how he wrote that's how he came up he he had edits to make funny yeah yep. right yep and that's why he's such a good director did you see eighth grade no mm -mm. It is, i heard it about is it. A, i heard that he directed a movie and i just he directed never... a movie and it is phenomenal like yeah. it's a powerhouse acting it's not very funny but it, like there's a few moments of comic relief but like it's it's about like a girl trying to navigate social media in eighth grade. Um, oh, okay. I wow, I never even good. heard of it. I'll have to check it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's called I think it's called eighth grade. Okay. But okay. Um, yeah, so like that up. So him doing this, there's not a lot of other comics that could have pulled that up. But like to me, it was a great special but it wasn't that impressive because it's not mm -hmm. outside of his realm of what we know of Bo Burnham. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To me, I would, I just look at it like you got to look at it as it being a comedy special. It's yeah. not stand up. It's just, there's some humor over his very good ideas of how to shoot stuff. 
And yeah. just like I found humor in just even the lights that he used. Yeah. Like just, yep. just to laugh at it, like I never would have thought to light yeah. up to put that emoji in a projector. I never would have thought to to light the the disco ball with your headlamp. Just <laughs> just like it's just shit like that. It's just yeah. like that's good. Yeah. That's smart. But he's very brilliant and the lighting's always been a big thing for him. Um, even like in the mm-hmm. YouTube stuff. Right. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. Like that's it's it's just not out of the out of his wheelhouse is right thing, but when you look at he's one of the only ones to do it really really well. Maria Bamford did a, a special in her living room in front of her parents, who are oh, not really. Fans. I didn't see that. One. Who are not <laughs> fans? <laughs> <laughs> they're nice. <laughs> you know, they're Midwestern old people. That um, makes to Maria Bamford. <laughs> that makes me want to watch it even more. Just to <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Harlan Williams. Do you know who Harlan Williams is? Yeah, we talked okay, about him on the pod a couple times because he he produces uh, the Puppy Dog Pals. My son loves his show now. Is that on Disney Plus with the yeah the two pods? It's on Disney Plus and it's on Hulu, but yeah, the Harlan the, dogs that like go on missions yep. to save. Yeah, Bingo that and Rolly, they're a couple of puppies. They bark and chase and chew. So, you know, I've been my daughter's been watching it and I hate it. Uh, like, uh, can we just get the Kung Fu Panda? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Bob. If you if you if she puts it on again, Bob is Harlan Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I was sure of it. I was pretty sure. And then also the the tourist guy, like the neighbor, the man of color in the oh, show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is is Kenneth from Speechless, which was a very very great. Show. Okay, yeah. So anyway, no. Uh, what was the question? <laughs> yeah, I forgot <laughs> oh, what we were no, talking about. We were talking about specials oh, that came no, out Harlan during Williams, the pandemic. Harlan Williams, yeah, before pandemic literally did a comedy special like a like a, a hbo funded when that was a big deal mm. where he just went out into the desert without just with just a camera and a microphone what? so he's literally out in like hiked in the desert what? and he's just out there with a couple cameras and he's just doing harlan williams call comedy in front of no one what <laughs> This was before he didn't do this during COVID. No, no, no. This is eight, nine years ago. What? What dude? I have like, never this is seen when I that started before. doing comedy. It was like, yeah, 10, 11 years ago. Ten. I'm writing yeah. oh I'm God. writing these down because I gotta watch them. Uh, yeah, I mean <laughs> I thought Netflix owned all comedy. Well, that was eight, nine years ago, so that's different, I guess. Yeah, like, no, this is this is like and it maybe it was a Netflix, maybe it was one of the first Netflix ones. I remember being pretty available to watch. Um but yeah. It wasn't I didn't wow. I couldn't watch the whole thing. But so like it's <laughs> not absurd. To, is it difficult to watch because no one's laughing? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Harlan is a weird dude anyways. He's got a real odd delivery. Yeah. Yep. No, no, you're fine. So here's here's one thing, Tim, is I feel like I'm asking all the questions or like stepping all over 
whatever. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm the one kind of taking control of this session. And I, I, I shouldn't, Tim, I, I, you said that you had questions. You're like, Hey, we're going to get, I was like, Nathan said, he's going to come on. I'm going to, I'm going to like get that set up. So what did, was there anything you wanted to ask him? Cause I feel like I'm just taking over here. I mean, I had some questions like when I was listening to your podcast and stuff and then I forget things and like your whole, <laughs> your, your whole piece of advice, like get a notebook and write everything down. I try to write stuff down because my memory is a horse shit. I forget. Yeah. <laughs> I forget everything. But I, yeah, I did. one thing that I have been noticing a lot, because like if I ever did do stand up, I'm like, my son is definitely giving me more material. Are you finding that with your daughter now? I mean, how old is your daughter? She's two and a half. So she's starting to talk and be funny. I got. Oh, she's way past starting. She is master <laughs> the language of English. She yeah. just walks around sassy. Not funny, Dad. <laughs> Not funny. <laughs> no. 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 Not funny. Um, she. She's she is a she is a little whippersnapper. That's for freaking sure. I the I have a. I have a hard time with that. I don't post like um, pictures on social media with my daughter, sure. um, which is so hard. I don't know if you've ever like just tried to not post stuff about the, the, the most wonderful thing in your life. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Yes. I don't yes. know if you've yes. ever just had like a restraint, but we, I I'm friends with, with, with comedy and networking. You, I have to be friends with everybody. Like I, right, I sure. have to, unless it's a bot, I have to click accept because that person sure. could be the key to 10 people coming to my show in Arizona. Right. Or that person mm -hmm. could set me up with a, you, you know, not only what they could do for me, but what I can do for them. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, for sure. it's, it's a very small network. And if you, if you know people that a lot of times if they're friending you, it's like, Hey, I'm at the point where a lot of people are asking me to come do their shows, which is a really great feeling um, nice. and like a good spot to be. In. Uh, but uh, so like, I have to do that with that means I also don't get like, I only have a public life. You know what I mean? Like my yeah. private life has to stay offline. Sure. Otherwise, cause my brother, my uh, you guys know, I have a brother. He's 12 years older than I am. And uh, he, he had a blog for a little while about just him and his kids and his wife. Mm -hmm. And I went to check it one time and it was gone. And I was like, Hey, what happened to the blog? And he's like, Oh, it, we just started getting comments from people we don't know. Like, Oh, that's a lovely family. Oh. And like, Oh, that's sweet. Oh, I live by there. You know, stuff like that. Like they're just like, we got to take all this off. <laughs> and so that's the crap out of me. And they were the, like my brother's not like trying to be a, this is like before Facebook was a huge thing. So it's not like, right. you know, so they're like, ah, kids, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. No, nope. so I have this, I have this, like my wife will post a few things here and there, but like, it's not, uh, we try to leave her off the internet. And so yep. it kind of bleeds into this, the, the stand up a little bit. Cause I, she is a person and she doesn't know that I'm making fun of whatever. Yeah. She doesn't have like 
permission. I don't know. It feels like, and I know I'm, I'm probably the only one who thinks like this, but like she hasn't, you know, given consent for me to talk to her in front of strangers in Iowa, you know, like, right. Yeah. Like, uh, great, great, great in her Iowa. She's like, nah, I don't want people but knowing me about <laughs> in Iowa. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, so I have a little bit, I have a few things about her, but it's mainly real generic kid stuff. It's not sure. very specific. Oh, sure. I, I, it's, it's so stupid and I'm sure it's my own neuroses, but like the last thing I, I heard a interview with Mark Marin and, uh, John C. Riley. Did you guys uh-huh. hear that WTF? No, it was a long oh, wait. time ago. Yes, yes, yes. I, the John C. Riley WTF. Yeah, and he. Yeah, I did because John C. Riley doesn't really do interviews, and he no. like laid that out in the beginning almost. Yeah, right? he, Mark was like, "You have your kids," and he goes, "How old are your kids?" And he goes, "Old enough where they don't have permission to give me to like to have their private lives." You know what I mean? And it was cold, and it was, yeah. it was like it ruined the interview. Like it was a moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mark stepped over. A, I didn't realize the line was up to his feet already. You know what I mean? Right. Like, <laughs> right. like we don't talk about that because they are not, they are private uh, children. They are not, you know, they're, they're not adults. Yeah. And so I yeah. have, like, I was like, at first of all, I was like, fuck you, John C. Right. But then I was like, oh, I get that now. Like, sure. they, People are insane. And I don't know all yeah. of these people well enough. You know what I mean? Like every one of my Facebook friends used to be like, yeah, they could crash at my place. Now I'm at like so many friends where I wouldn't like, I wouldn't even let, I wouldn't even let most of them crash in my house. You know what I mean? Like, right. yeah. So why do I want them to see my adorable kid? You know what I mean? Like, sure. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, that's, that's totally understandable. We're, we're, doing a similar thing we're not avoiding it but we're not doing it on purpose i think that's yeah. just like that's sort of that's just our stance right now is we're not taking christmas photos and like covering up her face or anything like that but we're also not posting the first time that she bit down on the metal handle of the freezer and it made dad shit his pants because he hates that sound you know yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. grinding teeth against that metal bar is like yeah, I totally get where you're coming from, too, because I had a very similar situation with like, so we're on Instagram and Twitter and all this stuff. And I run Instagram and I put a picture of my son like behind the the boat, like steering wheel. And it was like this wide angle lens and it looked kind of cool. And I'm just like, that's a pretty cool photo. And I threw it on Instagram and then like some weird older dude like liked the photo and then it brought out feelings that i didn't wasn't ready for all of a sudden i'm just like why the fuck are you liking my kid's picture you know like and it's like i want you put it out there you know what i mean right no put it out open account you know yes no i i totally i totally did and and i'm not mad at him for it it was just this like moment of like where it hits you you're just like who's this guy and why is he liking my kid's pick and then you're just like oh because i put it out there and i was hoping people would like my photos i guess so shit i accomplished my goal and that's not what i I feel bad about it right but that that was kind of like 
I think that's the only one I've ever put on Instagram of him. And I'm just like, well, I'm not going to get rid of it because he's yeah. little in this photo. And a couple of years from now, he won't look like that anymore anyways. So, yeah, you know, right. but yeah, yeah, especially as they grow up. Yeah, but, really but I was yeah. just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I was just curious because like I get, he says so much stuff that if I like wrote it down, I could probably do like a whole set on just stories yeah. that he's told me like this because you're a disney fan have you seen the new um luca movie yeah so i saw the josh you've seen that too haven't you yeah, yeah so for sure so Pixar, baby i'm all yes in. wearing a fucking buzz light there you shirt, go right <laughs> <laughs> but um we watched that luca movie together and for anybody that's listening in the movie luca is like a, a sea monster. It's no spoiler. It's in the trailers or whatever. And when they get out of water, they become like human form. And as soon as they get wet, they go back. And my son like wanted to take a shower yesterday. He's like, just like I over baths, I guess. And he's like, I want to take a shower with dad. I'm like, okay, dude, let's uh, take a shower then. And me and him hop in the shower. And then like, after it's all done, he's like, next time I want it to be me, you and mommy. And mommy's like, no, we're not going to shower together. Like mommy's different than you and daddy. And he just gets wide eyed and goes, you change colors. So then, yeah, then it was a whole like, no, there's different parts or whatever. And just like, oh. The sure. things that kids pick up from movies, you just <laughs> get caught off guard. If anyone's, being, if anyone's being mean on a, like we were watching Finding Nemo in the car, and you know, the, the, the part where the sharks turn and start chasing Nemo or uh, mm-hmm. Marlon and the, my, my daughter just starts, it's like midnight we're driving and she's just yelling, be nice. Be nice. Be nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, oh, that is so it's man. They, I, I love it. I love being a dad. I never thought I would like, not never, but I, I didn't. I always thought like, eh, I don't know if I'm ready for that. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. me too, man. Mm-hmm. It was. It came on fast and it's still going fast. It's great. I love yep. it. Yep. Yep. Now yeah. it's now it's not weird to have all those Disney posters in my basement. So <laughs> there you go. Now, like, like I've had those since like right after college. So, uh, <laughs> and now, it, now it's like it's it's okay. Like like people are like less weird. You know? Right. It's weird to have a Lion King right next to a Wilco poster, but it's uh, it makes more sense now. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to wrap with quite yet. I will wrap soon. But uh, you're you're a producer of some sorts, aren't you? Yes. Um, and I produce I just... whatever you want me to produce. Okay? I produce it all. <laughs> no, uh, I produce the Snow Jam Comedy Festival. Uh, I was actually just named the president, which means nothing. It just means I, I I I get to bang the gavel at the beginning of the meeting. There you uh, go. We <laughs> run a comedy festival in Sioux Falls called the snow jam festival we bring 30 comics from all over the world to sioux falls during the worst nice. time 
Right. So January, <laughs> people that have never been to the Midwest were like, hey, come, come hang out in Sioux Falls, buy a jacket, and then come hang right. out. Is that uh, part of the invitation? It says buy a jacket on it. Yeah, yeah bring a jacket. Uh, and so we just bring, we bring uh, the, uh, we bring great people to the, to the best place in the world at the worst time. Nice. <laughs> and then we, what we do is we put on shows to raise money for the Special Olympics of South Dakota. Nice. So, so it's just a giant party fundraiser. Nice. That's very yeah. cool. And you're, you're in control of all of it. Like, I mean, you're, are There's you guys filming it us, and everything so or? We, so three, five years ago, three years ago, I, a while ago, time Good is relative, time. man. I, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I, some, when I had more hair, we started it. Uh, <laughs> the, the uh, it was me, Timmy Williams from the whitest kids, you know, and then um, Dan Bublitz Jr. from uh, Dry Bar. He just filmed a Dry Bar special. Uh, we're, we're all kind of based here. Um, and we were like, you know, it'd be cool to have a fundraiser comedy festival, bring people. And it started as a joke. It was, it was basically a joke. No and way. I was asked to, <laughs> to help out when we, we were like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so this year is kind of our big year because we are we're converting the festival itself to an, its own nonprofit, uh, which will give us oh, a lot nice. more capability to to do a lot more fundraising things. And right. then um, we are uh, we're bringing in not one. Oh, I can't announce this yet. Oh, OK. Uh, we're bringing in uh, one to two headliner, uh, yeah, Mary Mack uh, from Minneapolis. She's also on Hulu Solar Opposites. Oh, um, she was on. She had an amazing Conan. She was on Last Comic Standing. She's super funny. Nice. Uh, and then her husband Tim Harmstead, who also had a Harmstead, 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 um, that also had a Dry Bar comedy special, and so those are it's kind of a big get <laughs> like they're they're pretty uh they're pretty happening and uh we're getting yeah. them at the pair which is cool so there's going to be one night where both of them are in sioux falls telling jokes to raise money for the special olympics so nice. very cool and they do they do their own sets or they do are they a comedy duo i would i would i don't know you don't know okay i don't know sorry I, I I, they're both really funny comedians by themselves so sure. I assume that's what's going to happen, but uh, anything could happen. Anything, anything could happen. happen. Yeah, <laughs> that's how you sell tickets anything, right there. Anything, that's a producer. It's going to be. It's going to be a good time. Uh, they. They. Uh, so yeah, we we like uh, last year we last year we did digitally. We kind of just did like a best of festival. So all the comedians that had been on the festival, we kind of did like okay. a digital. Uh, festival and then the year before that we had sean jordan who's on all fantasy everything um do you guys know that podcast at all no mm -hmm. but no good plug he's a sioux falls native and he they don't need our plug um <laughs> <laughs> especially on this podcast I guess. yeah they don't any, i mean it's a great podcast and i listen but uh he's from sioux falls originally so he got the headline sioux falls festival it's kind of special so Nice. And then before that, we had um, Kevin McDonald from um, Kids in the Hall. Oh, yeah. Sure. Nice. Good stuff. And then that was like the only the, that was the first year we did the headliners. Usually it was just like comics that are, are you know, like me. So sure. 
unknown. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, your shit's funny. Don't, don't, don't. Uh, well, That's fine. Isn't that it sort of the stuff about... seen it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I think that's all comics, right? Like, I mean, even me and Tim, we've talked about it on our po- on, yeah. on this podcast several times where we're just like, we have that like imposter syndrome, that self like, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, oh, I think I'm kind of funny, but, but hard. It is a hard yeah. thing to deal with constantly. It's the worst. Yeah. Tim don't have it so bad. I got it bad. <laughs> but Tim has it with fishing, though, and that's the problem. That's what he brings to this podcast, and he's just like, he's so good at it, and he's more timid about it. And then me, I have Tim this. Is. That's like, good. That's a good pun. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> timid. I made Tim a pun? What'd Tim I do? Timid. Tim. My name is Tim. Oh. Timid. Id Tim. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and the id is part of the self-doubt uh, part in psychology. Right, mm. Jeez, Louise. I like that. Boom, college educated baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's college I think that one came straight up out of the improv yeah. education there. Well, like I had to be towards the beginning of our uh, when we started talking here, you were kind of talking about uh, Nathan. That is, you were talking about like how a lot of people you'll have out there saying this and that about how you start in comedy and like that's you just go out there and start and like that's what I was feeling about like fishing it's like a lot of the same stuff and there and yeah it, I feel like an imposter trying to tell people how to do stuff sometimes because there's so many people that are just like here's the best bait here's the best techniques and it's like that's not, there's so much more to it it's not that's not how it works the fish yeah. are temperamental just like people are. It's like it's like trying to tell people like this is how you pick up a chick at the bar. I just go in and I say this. Sure, maybe it worked for you because you're 6'5 and you're gorgeous and you picked up that lady yeah. no problem. If I go in and say like, hey, w- w- what's the weather like? She's like, get the fuck away from me, fatty. Like, you know, it's it's it doesn't work the same for everybody. And yeah, and that's just you know. So sometimes when you're trying to tell people how like, this is how I would do it, I always feel like it's all in the English. And then sometimes later, I'm just like, I, I listen back to it, and I'm just like, I don't know, is any of that right? I mean, it worked for me once. <laughs> Does anybody buy one? <laughs> Here's the thing, like, like you can't. It's the same with fishing and comedy. Like, you can't just go buy the best microphone. Or the best fishing rod and start mm-hmm. catching more fish. Very true. Yes. Right. Right. Yep. You can't, mm-hmm. you can buy your way onto a better boat. You know, like, right. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. You, know, like, you can buy your way onto a better stage. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Doesn't mean way. you're going to nail it. Yeah. But, but when, when it time comes, you got to reel it in, you know? Very, uh, very true. Yes. So, I mean, I, I do like, I do remember, I do think of fishing fondly. But uh, I just it was not it was it's never my thing. I don't like touching things. Uh, <laughs> yeah, speaking of touching I, things, you made me nervous when you started saying like, "Yeah, the reason I don't really like fishing is uh, my uncle." And I'm like, "Oh, no, where's no, this going?" Whoa, where are you? Hold on, pump the brakes. We're gonna have to wrap up the podcast there. <laughs> Nathan, please plug anything you want to our 10 listeners. We're going to wrap up the Real AF TV podcast. And by the way, there was a lot of 
video going on on this one. Uh, we're not ready to launch the video yet. We have some video configurations to do. So you can go to, over to patreon.com slash realaftv, R-E-E-A-L-F-T-V. I think I put too many E's in there. Yeah. But go to patreon.com slash realaftv to real with two E's. Yeah, we do. We got a Patreon. We have one subscriber. Uh, but anyways, if you go over there, that is where the video version is. It is locked behind the $1 paywall. That's it, guys. You will be able to see this on Patreon for $1. Sorry, Nate. I'm not using you as a cash grab. I promise. It's just Please that we do. can't figure out the video um, on like totally configured yet. So it works, I'm but up, there's more glitches cool in it than game. I would like. What's that? Everyone's got the price, and mine's surprisingly cheap. So <laughs> <laughs> cash grab is fine. I'll take I'll take 10 of that of that one Patreon. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, I've got uh, some plug. Uh, yes, please. Check out my website, NathanHoltz.com. H as N A T H A N H U L T S dot com. And uh, my social medias are all Nathan Holtz. Same. Uh, and then check out the Town Cry podcast. It's a it's a funny podcast with a lot of little lot of heart. So, um, or don't just come. See me at a show sometime. Yep. Yeah. Awesome, man. It's great. Yeah. Oh, it's and great check having out the you on. Snow Jam Comedy Festival. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Of course. Comedy we Festival. talked about Snow Jam. Definitely. Um, Do you have I'm dates for it yet? Like, yeah. It's uh, January 19th through the 22nd. Very nice. That is the <laughs> dead heat of winter. Yeah. Snow <laughs> yeah, not fucking around. <laughs> not fucking around. <laughs> Come to the you're bringing people not from the Midwest to South Dakota, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fucking funny by itself, dude. Your invitation comes. (laughs) Your invitation comes with the YouTube link to what a snowdrift is.